Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Young and Black in Business. As you're going to see, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm so excited about these two returning guests just sharing their journey as entrepreneurs during this COVID pandemic. They are truly doing the dang thing. They're all about supporting their community. So please, please, please make sure you go support them and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Young and Black in Business, where we highlight young Black entrepreneurs and creatives in Kansas City who are doing the dang thing. Now, today's episode is a little different because usually we have entrepreneurs on um, talking about their businesses. But today, I have two entrepreneurs who have already been featured on Young and Black in Business. They are two full-time entrepreneurs, and I wanted them to just share their experiences as entrepreneurs, as business owners during this COVID pandemic that is happening in the world. So I am excited to introduce Miss Charday uh, Shears of Vivid Events KC and Chef Junior of the Brothers Eatery. And I'm going to just allow them to share a little bit about themselves and their businesses, um, starting with Charday. Hello, everyone. My name is Charday Shears. I am the owner, founder, and CEO of Vivid Events KC, which is a small and intimate event planning company and event space uh, located in the historic downtown district of Grandview, Missouri. Um, in addition to that, I am a licensed hairstylist working proudly at the Loose Hair Salon in um, downtown Kansas City at 2004 Grand. So there you have it. Awesome. Chef. And hello, everybody. Once again, my name is Chef Junior, the uh, owner and CEO of Junior's Cakes and Catering, as well as the Brothers Eatery, located in Wyandot County, KCK, at 4741 Parallel Parkway. Um, it's a pleasure to be here again, and thanks so much for the invite. Uh, yes. Can't wait. Yeah, awesome. So first off, how are you guys doing today? I know it's Tuesday, still the beginning of the week. How's you all's day going? Um, I can say that my day is going rather well. Can't complain much. Um, just, you know, constantly thinking of ways to create new things. So, so far, so good. Awesome. You know, today was going to be a rest day for me. Being in the on the front line of having a restaurant, I decided that I was just turning everything off in the kitchen and I went to the lake and I fished for about five hours, no cell phone, no technology nice. and Ooh, enjoyed it for the first time. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's exciting. I'm glad you were able to get some rest in. That's definitely needed. So we're just going to get right into it. Um, just you all sharing you all's experience during this pandemic. So how has you all's businesses been affected by COVID-19? I know, Charday, you have an event center. And with social distancing being a thing now and people having to quarantine, like, how has your business been affected by all of this? So for, for starters, um, yes, I do have an event space. And, of course, normally event spaces and events require people to gather so um, it has, you know, really affected us. I, I am completely shut down. Mm -hmm. I um, 
I'm being affected, you know, through cancellations and events being pushed back constant, constantly. And sometimes um, even with cancellations, if they're not going to reschedule, they're requesting refunds. So that is something that is affecting me financially, um, having to, um, you know, refund money and uh, find other resources of uh, financial support to continue to support the business as I am constantly having to uh, dish out uh, money to refund my clients to ensure that I uphold a a quality experience through my company. And, um, and, you know, and just also having to uh, push back some of our public events and in other ways that we were trying to connect and grow the business in general. So um, seeing that my company is about two and a half years old, this was um, a really important year for, for my business because we were looking for ways to grow and expand. But, you know, with the pandemic, it's definitely put, put things on a halt. For right. sure. Because I was, I know you have an author event that was uh, supposed to happen and your first event was, was supposed to be coming up like in, was it in March? Or- yeah, it was uh, March 22nd. Yeah. And um, so I had that scheduled and we thought that it was going to be one of our rollout events for that particular um, that that event. It was something that I was starting new. Mm-hmm. highlighting authors, uh, local authors here in Kansas City who write children's books. And so it was going to be something fun for the kids to come out, meet authors, um, and get an opportunity to get books signed and engage in some fun activities. And just, um, you know, just have the opportunity to witness writers in, right here in their own community. So I was a little bummed about that. Right. Um, but we're looking forward to pushing that event back and hoping to bring it back on um, here in the late summer. Yeah. So definitely make sure you guys look out for that because I was super excited to attend um, to uh, attend that event because I know Cynthia Fell. She's an amazing children's yeah. author. She was supposed to kickstart it, so I was like, "Dang it!" <laughs> yeah, um, I was really looking forward to working with her. Yeah. And um, and then and of course you were in the lineup, so you know. I, yeah. I was looking forward to getting to know you guys a little more and um, just indulge in the amazing books that you guys have written and just see the excitement on the kids' faces and just really, you know, be able to connect with more people in the community. So, mm-hmm. And then yeah. one thing you talked about, you were saying how a lot of um, events are being canceled and people are requesting refunds and everything. And it just made me think about how how people do business because a lot of the time it's like when you receive money from um from customers or clients or what have you it's like a lot of the times you instantly some people instantly like invest that money or they go spend that money but it's like you have to be really careful and and really be wise Mm-hmm. Because other than that, if you spend it all, you're gonna have to be pulling from money that you not not you personally, but if somebody went and spent all that, you have to be pulling from funds that you probably don't even barely have. Right, right, absolutely. So this pandemic has definitely, um, you know, put that in the forefront. I think for anyone with a business and a small business at that, you know, when you are not uh, receiving outside resources to conduct your business or to uh, support your business it's very imperative to, um, you know, make sure you're being wise about how you spend your funds, where your funds are being spent. 
and ultimately planning for something as big as this, you know, because none of us seen this coming. So it's just one of those things where, um, you know, it goes back to the golden rule, save up enough to to last you at least three months of uh, income if you were to lose your job or something. So I think that potentially, you know, puts everything in perspective for most people now. Right. And then Chef Junior, like, I was excited about your stuff because your food is bomb. And I was excited to tell everybody (laughs) Uh about it because I did your, uh, I'm blanking because I'm on the spot. The fries, the loaded diesel fries. I think you have the Kansas City record of most ordered loaded diesel fries per household. Uh, Yo, I ordered some for my whole family. Like, I was like, they're so delicious. But I, I was like, dang, because I was looking forward to like trying more stuff um, throughout the year. I know all this isn't going to, hopefully, it doesn't last right. long. But I was excited during this time frame to be trying more of your stuff. But how is everything, uh, how have you been affected by all of this? Well, for me, I kind of was watching. Um, kind of like the political background of this when it first started last year in November. Um, one of my side things is really I like world news. So I've been following it for quite some time. And as things began to progress here in the States and more here in Wyandotte County, I made some changes such as hours of operation, um, a, a new cleaning schedule to sanitize the entire restaurant, uh, you know, two to three times per day, shutting down for an hour or 30 minutes mm-hmm. or so. I slowly start backing away from dining in and immediately start getting a, above with orders and takeouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, being that I'm only five months five, six months in since we've opened this physical location, I actually did something that came to me in a dream and I shut the restaurant down, actually. Um, You know, really just kind of suspending sales and and profits. And I just said, I'm going to let the money situation deal with itself. And Mm -hmm. I immediately jumped into a, a passion project of mine, which is um, feeding Wyandotte County kids who were more impacted by losing three meals a day or those meals from school right. and parents not working. I immediately was like, you know, if my timetable for my location was five months, I'll let it be that. But for right now, there's families that are like literally wondering where their next meals are going to come from. So I began by donating product that I had. I rolled out a sack lunch program um, and doing deliveries, either breakfast, lunch, there was dinner deliveries. Um, So far, over 700 kids fed in the last three and a half weeks. And I just let that kind of be my day-to-day Mm-hmm. I, you know, this is a troubling time for all small businesses um, and entrepreneurs and dreamers. You know, this is one of those times you're like, I've invested so much into me 
And I've got over all these hurdles as being small business owners. There's so many hurdles that, you know, one day when we tell our story to our kids, they're going to be like, wow, you made it look so easy. And then for this to happen, it's like, wait a minute, I done beat everything else gave to me. And now I can't, this enemy is taking me down and I can't even see it. Mm-hmm. And like uh, Ms. Shears has said, you know, you want to make sure financially, you know, you got three months up to help. But when you're a small business and you're starting off and you're doing your best to avoid, you know, loans and growth and expansion, sometimes having three months is just not a possibility. No. <laughs> yeah, it sure And is. who do we turn to? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know that's um it's it's really an insane thing that that's that's going on right now. Um but I also want to say chef with your passion project that you have going on, how are you providing all of these meals to these kids? Cuz that's a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So I have been fortunate enough to do um really kind of like a food drive and I've had families when they go out and they're doing their their grocery shopping, pick up one or two cans or an extra loaf of bread. I'm not asking for much, but a dollar to two dollars to your shopping when you go out, that donation goes far. And Wyandotte County has literally stood up and helped me do this because out of nowhere, the donations just start coming. I didn't make any requests for financial donations or anything. I just said, I'm going to use all funds I have and resources I personally had. And mm-hmm. when the words start going, it really became a, hey, where can I send some money to? Where can I donate something to? So I made that conscious decision of, you know, even though I am a business owner and, you know, in business, if you're not making money, it doesn't make sense. But when it's something that I love, I was still doing it, even though there's no no profit to it, which was seeing people right. being fulfilled by foods that I'm preparing, which is the pure happiness of it at its own. So right. I would go and if I had $10, that entire $10 would go into bread for sandwiches. But mm-hmm. when the community came together and it became a, us doing it for our own, for our kids, because our school districts were trying it, but it's so hard when you have, you know, 10 plus people preparing all these meals and you got to worry about their health as well. So mm-hmm. it's a lot for myself, but I am a one man show. I've had, um, my girlfriend, she's normally with me. And so she helps me prep and get everything going. But I've kept it down to just two people, minimal contact, dropping at the door, you know. And it just keeps going with the donations of everyone in Wanda County. Right. So if somebody is looking to donate um, food or uh, find uh, money, how can they donate? What do they need to do? You know, I ran through a couple different ways. And honestly, the fastest way was uh, just setting up a cash app. Um, it's probably mm-hmm. one of the most popular transactions peer-to-peer there is now. 
So I created a cash app for just the Brothers Eatery. And it's just open for anyone to make a donation, whatever they would like. Um, you know, it's been kind of a blessing in disguise because I've had people reach out and said, hey, I know this is a passion of yours, but you're still a business. You got to keep the lights on. You got to pay rent, you know, right. and mm -hmm. you got to survive. I mean, most business owners, we don't take salaries. We don't get a check at the end of the week. Uh, right. But I had someone actually make a month's payment of rent for my building as a thank you for what I've done for Wyandotte County. Truly that's a blessing. blessing. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. That is awesome. That's insane. So is your cash app a handle just the brothers yep. eateries? So that one, what okay. I've done is um Specifically to that for a business cash app account, uh, that way I am keeping tracks of it and people can utilize those donations for tax write-offs as well. Because at the end of this year, everything is definitely going to be something we can use to write off. Um, mm -hmm. No, go right ahead. No, so I was just going to say, if anybody out there listening is wanting to donate to this cause, um, definitely um, send your donation to the cash app handle, the brothers eatery. And I'll also link it um, in the description so people can find, uh, find that as well. Cause I think that's, that's an amazing thing. And it kind of goes into my next question, just asking like, what adjustments have you had um, to make to your business? So chef junior, you kind of had to just fall back from, from um, like cooking or whatever, just like and selling to the masses to now providing free meals to kids. And that's like a major adjustment because like you were saying, it's not really bringing in money at all to, to finance anything, but it's definitely a blessing that somebody out there was willing to pay the rent for the building. Um, so you had to make a major adjustment. Um, Sharday, have you had to make any adjustments um, um, in your business at all? So um, at the salon, not necessarily at Vivid Events, we have created mm -hmm. uh, healthy hair boxes as a team to um, support our clients. And so in that aspect, it's pretty much um, products and items that can assist them with um, a daily or weekly um, shampoo on their hair mm -hmm. and just um, other tools to use to help them um, just kind of maintain their hair until we can resume back to um, servicing them in the salon. Now, as for uh, Vivid Events, I think the the biggest um, change that I've made is just bringing brand awareness to my community and those who are um, already aware of the business. And then also reaching out using like social media and um, email marketing to um, just bring awareness to the brand of the business. So that's pretty much, you know, what I'm doing to maintain and make sure that the brand itself is still in the public eye. Yeah. Nice. And with the hair uh, kits that you all are creating, where can people purchase those and find those? So you can simply go to loosehairs.com and um, the boxes are available there. And um, once you visit the website, it will give you um, options to purchase. And we have uh, products for both um, straight or curly, nat natural and curly hair. 
So um, depending on the, um, the condition of your hair, you can decide which box would be um, helpful to you. Awesome. I think that's really awesome because I see a lot of the time on Facebook, like you see memes and stuff, people talking about their hair mm-hmm. and they can't wait to the salons open up to go get their hair done. So the salon, your salon, y'all salon is taking that step to help people in the meantime, yeah. which is wonderful. Yeah, it's, um, maintenance and, and, you know, just um, encouraging people to um, consider the health of their hair over all things. So, yeah. Right. So with everything that has been happening um, with this pandemic and you all's businesses, will this change how you do business in the future in any way? If that question makes sense. Oh, no, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, And is this question, did you want to answer, um, Chef? Well, I think, honestly, this here... I'm just going to be the chef that I am going to be blunt about it. Mama, grandma, auntie's been telling us for years, cover your mouth, wash your hands. You know what? It starts with the basics. I'm sorry. Yeah. It really starts with the basics. Our America has, this stuff has spread so crazy. And we as the citizens are so lost because our leadership is so blind right now. And I think for small business owners, it is the biggest eye opener in the world to finally realize that who has your back is going to be your clients, your family, your friends. Those three right there, those are your main sources of growth and expansion. And doing everything you can during a hard time for someone else. Those are businesses, especially small businesses, minority-owned businesses, women-owned business. Those are businesses that I stand behind. I can support fully because it's not about the bottom line anymore. It's really about being there for your community because they're there for you throughout the year, especially if we don't have a pandemic going on. Exactly. Right. So I'm going to definitely focus more on my community efforts. I definitely want to be able to focus more on giving back and definitely reinvention and expansion when this is over is the key. Yeah. And I most definitely um, had to piggyback and agree on uh, what, what you said about the community. I know for me, Vivid Events is, um, so it's not only an event space and an event planning company, but we also strive to support our community in multiple ways. So for example, um, like you had mentioned earlier about the Children's Book Club, you know, um, with that event, my thoughts were to connect the community with local authors who are um, writing children's books um, for children in our community. A lot of times um, authors, uh, local authors are being overlooked and um, not mm-hmm. necessarily been exposed to the students, um, to the children in our community, and and not even um, to our our local uh, schools where they where the books should be placed right there in the classroom, right in um, the libraries. So um, in that right. effort, I did reach out to librarians from different schools um, 
um, predominantly in the communities um, where most of the Arthur's books focus on um, children of color um, and diversity. And so um, with that being said, I think the efforts of focusing primarily on community will be uh, will continue to be my aim. Um, so not only the Children's Book Club, but with the Planet Forward opportunity, that opportunity have been standing since I opened my doors in 2012, where I um, offer space complimentary to small business and nonprofit organizations, to those people who are looking to grow and expand their business, um, but, but have little to no resources to do so. So, you know, um, it also goes back to um, what Chef said about, um, you know, this is primarily the time where uh, dreamers and doers are being affected. And I know that the Planet Forward opportunity will be a huge um, support to small business and nonprofits once the pandemic is over or once we get to a place of getting back out into the public eye and um, people are being able to um, support one another directly, I think that Planet Forward would um, would be a, a great resource to those in the community who have been affected, who don't have storefronts, who still need or who still desire to push that business or nonprofit forward. So, um, you know, with all of that being said, I do believe that uh, continue to support community and those who support your business to help us uh, maintain and keep our doors open. Um, that definitely would be mm -hmm. the way to go. So, Right. And I know that Planet Forward program that you have is awesome. And if somebody is looking to be a part of that, how can they um, get in touch with you? So for that? Um, to get in touch with me, you can go visit the website, vivideventskc.com. And um, on the website, you can um, go to, to the volunteer space. And in volunteer and community, it um, it will provide you with information considering planning forward. And so, um, on the link, it it provides all of the information that you would need to contact me. Um, it'll kind of spell out what the what's what the program is for, who it's for, and then how you're able to obtain resources um, to be a part of the program. So, give it a. VividEventsKC.com. Awesome. Okay. And then I'll post you all's um, information as well uh, when I post this um, this episode. So I have another question because I know Chef kind of mentioned about like loans and all that kind of stuff. And some people have certain feelings about loans and all that kind of stuff when it comes to business. But you're seeing all these large multi-million dollar companies receiving all these million dollars of loans and then you have true small businesses having to close their doors and they're suffering tremendously how do you all feel about that because i feel some type of ways but how do you all feel about that as business owners you, see. <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> whoever honestly i I pride myself on trying not to do this with taking any loans or anything like that. But when you look at $350 billion that's supposed to go out to help small businesses, which is truly the backbones of our country is the entrepreneurial spirit. 
That's the real American dream, being able to create generational wealth. And our government, you know, is supposed to be figuring out a way to help. And you have these $50 billion revenue a year companies, such as like the Shack Shack, who get a $10 million loan with 1% interest rates. Yet the, the shop on the corner that you grew up going to for the last 20 years is closing its doors. Black-owned barbershops and salons can't continue to, you know, stay open. Restaurants are closing. Servers are born without jobs. The Paycheck Protection Program, I thought, was such a great thing because, you know, you have small business owners that are able to keep people employed, pay them, and they're not going to have to pay that back. So that was a real big blessing. But for these companies to be taking these handouts and utilizing them and not even thinking about the companies such as the mom and pop shops, it's it really shows the real amount of greed that America has somewhere in its roots. Yes. And that's a yeah. whole nother conversation that could last on for it a really long is. time. And I just think that um, moving forward, um, to to kind of, well, to close that gap, I think there need to be more mentorship programs that prepare for hardship, you know, and help small business yeah. locate those resources, figure out what that, um, you know, that, what is that missing piece that is caught what is the cause of it? Why are we not getting those resources and those funds that are quote unquote said to be for small business, but you know, you're not receiving it. So, so, you know, what is that, um, that denominator that, that sets you apart to, to where you're not getting those funds. So I think that's, you know, something that needs to be addressed as well. Absolutely. Right. I I agree. Um, and we kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, but I just want if you can reiterate if you already kind of said, what can people do um at this point in time to help your business and then other small businesses out there? Um you know, really right now just support. And sometimes support is not financial. Share, share a page, share a social media handle. You know, when this goes live, share it. Bring attention to the small businesses that are making impacts and are trying to be able to keep their doors open or to open their doors back up. You know, that's really what I think inspiration is going to come from for all those, if you're a small business owner, is support. And that's where the community comes first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would just say, um, you know, like he said, just support and, you know, support goes a long way, whether it's a share, a like, um, a word of mouth, or um, just simply when those doors do open back up, you know, be consistent in your support. Um yeah, just be consistent with the support because, you know, yeah, it's definitely going to be a yeah. need. That's where everything boils down to. Mm -hmm. so. 
Right. So we're going to um, get ready to close. And I would like for you all um, as business owners to just share some words of encouragement that you can um, to entrepreneurs who are being impacted by this pandemic. We can start with Chef Junior and then end with Charday. To all the dreamers out there, to all the entrepreneurs, small business owners, essential workers, we are the backbone of the United States of America. We are going through one of the toughest things that we've experienced in our generational lifetime. And I truly believe that this is not going to defeat us. It is going to do nothing but build us stronger, bring us together. So if businesses are closed for a while, take that as a blessing. Spend time with your family. Spend time with the kids. Think about new ways that you can bring the business back because we're going to beat this. We're going to keep dreaming. We're going to keep working hard. And this is not going to stop us at all. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I most certainly agree. And it's like, ooh, how do you come behind that one? I just, I agree 100% wholeheartedly (laughs) with what he said. And, you know, might I add just, you know, maintain a positive mindset um, and, and, and then, yeah. you know, seek positive um, information. You know, if, if you are in need of um, a word of lip, uplifting, seek that. You know, just constantly yeah. understand that, you know, being encouraged and staying encouraged is key during these times because um, we are all in this situation together and none of us are alone at the end of the day so just constantly um just keep your mind focused on what's to come in the future nice beautiful as well um so i just want to thank you um Charday and chef for coming on and just sharing your experience and words of encouragement. I greatly appreciate it. I know um, you all could have been doing anything today, but I'm so thankful and grateful truly that um, you all agreed to come on and share your journey. So for that, I just say thank you. Um, and I'm wishing you all the best during this time. And for those of you listening, please, please make sure you go support Chef Junior. Um, and Charday, because as you can see, not only are they business owners, but they are actually working to uplift their communities. And you can't help but to support that. So make sure you guys go support them. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>